Yo, where you at? Welcome to the third installment of the Johnville Podcast. We are at the plush location, O'Neill's Irish Pub on 3rd Street between South and Bainbridge. You know where it is. It's right off South Street. Fantastic host, good beer selection, and all that stuff. We're going to start things off with our shots, as we normally do here on the podcast. Cheers. Fireball, right? Yeah, Fireball Tony. Yeah, guys, I'm training for the Broad Street Run right nice. now, so getting up to this third floor is pretty tough for old people like me. Just you know, climbing this uh, couple flights of stairs. You better go see the cardiologist, get a stress test, and all that stuff done. Yeah, Some people drop dead on those races, man. Yeah, um, that's probably me. Believe <laughs> or shit yourself. That's also a possibility. Yeah, I had a cousin who sharded on the fifteenth uh, mile. He said it was like the they have porta bodies the whole way. I think I'm safe. Yeah, it's the fart that turns into the shit is what you got to worry um, about. Black pants. So we got to give major props to Jamie after a few shots and beers in the 50th minute of our <laughs> podcast last week calling the MCW trade. That was a kind of nuts because I didn't see it coming this year. I saw it coming next Shh, year. No one knows, man. I know, but if I'm being honest here. But you called it. Yeah, I mean, out. I knew he was going to be gone. The way he, he shot the ball is a nightmare for Hanky. Uh, there's a stat with him. He's, he shoots like 27.3%. On any shot outside of the paint, I was I, I was playing around with stats. He has the worst adjusted shooting percentage in the NBA this year, and he's having since the installment of the three point line, he's having the seventh worst shooting season in NBA in uh, well, not NBA history in the the history of the three point line. Wow, seventh worst. Well, part of Hanky's philosophy, what why I thought they would trade him, is he's on record as saying that the point guard's the easiest position in the NBA to replace. There's there's a depth of talent at the position. Uh, they're always obtainable. And, you know, if a facilitator isn't somebody that you – well, yes, it's a great, uh, you know, catalyst for a championship team. Like, if you go back and look at some of the point guards, you know, you can get by – like, look at the Bulls, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can get by without a dominant point guard. So he saw the value there, and he took it. And let's go Lakers. Let's go Lakers. Yeah. I mean, you just need a point guard. The problem with him is you don't need him to score a lot, but you need at some point a consistent An shot. efficiency. Yeah. Because a lot of the times you're going to be open on kickouts right. when everybody else collapses. Mochique style. Mochique's yeah. never lit it up, but you knew if he was wide open, he Eric was Eric Snow the had one of the ugliest jump shots in history, but I kind of felt like if he was left open, he would hit it. Just right. efficient in those shots. And, you know, those numbers are glaring hinky in the face, and, and he hated them. So, you think he's just got numbers everywhere? Oh, yeah. Like, it's like a beautiful mind. Chart. Yeah. Like all the glasses <laughs> in the Wells Fargo Center. Yeah. Just like, he just spins on his carpet. The prisoner's dilemma of keeping Michael Carter-Williams. He's <laughs> going through all the scenarios. So, uh, you know, see ya. And no loss no loss here. Yeah, I'm with you. He's, he's replaceable. Yeah, he's all a dime these, a dozen. Are all these point guards better that are coming out this year? I like Isaiah Cannon, the, the kid that we well, got in the um, KJ McDaniels trade better than MCW already. Larry Brown said if the Sixers get Emmanuel Moutier, mm-hmm. Philadelphia should have a parade. 
Really? Yeah. Brandon Brown loves that guy. Well, he yeah. had him recruit. I yeah. mean, he had him all but signed, and then Moutier bailed for money in, in China. Comparing him to John Wall. Wasn't he, inel- he wasn't ineligible for some reason? No, I think he just wanted the money okay. over the, Yeah, his family was, they're not in the best shape, so they wanted him. money. Yeah. But he was going to go to SMU if he went anywhere, so. Larry I, Brown loves this kid. I hear people, hinky critics are saying, you know, if um, the MCW's proof that his system might not work, he's picked a guy who wasn't a great guy. The analytics didn't work on that pick. But if you look back at the pick, the analytics work. It was just a shitty draft. Michael well, Carter Williams was the draft. best player available. Yeah, yeah you can't say he missed anyone. Nobody. After. No, yeah. the players taken after were yeah, mediocre. People are hating on him, and I'm like, he just turned that 11th pick into potentially the sixth pick plus some, like. Well, MCW was the steal there. It can be higher, right? It can't be a third pick? Next year. Next year? This year, it's top five protected. Next okay. year, if it falls to that, it's top three protected. Right. So, let's go Lakers. If they, if we somehow, in an ideal world, end up with the first, sixth, and 17th pick, or 18th, whatever it is, that we'd get from the Thunder, that's insane. Yeah, I can't see that actually. At some no. point, they're well, just going to package them and trade up or trade for somebody, don't you think? I crunch the numbers on, you know, the percentage they get the Lakers pick. It's seventeen percent. I can deal with. So, I can you know, it's 17%. not one percent. I've, I've bet on worse things than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are pretty good odds in Vegas. Yeah, like MCW is rookie of the year, but he's rookie of the year amongst a really weak pool. So well, we're talking about the Sixers. We might as well bring up Franklin, who is a closet. Well, I guess he's not really a closet Knicks fan. Not if so you closet. follow him on Instagram, four years ago he was a a loud and proud Knicks fan. So does that matter to people? It bugs it bugs me. I don't want. I don't see how you can be a good mascot cheering on a team that you really despise what, or don't like. Can you imagine the Philly fanatic doing the tomahawk chalk? The tomahawk <laughs> chop. <laughs> it just. Well, first of all, what a nitwit to, t- to tweet out his personal stuff did under he, the did Franklin Did he do it at account. halftime? <laughs> did he do it at halftime? Did he tweet something at halftime? It was after the game, I think, late Saturday night. He had a tweet. I guess he screwed up his personal account and the Franklin Dog account. Did he replace Saturday night? What, or whatever or, night it was. Okay. I could be wrong. Okay. It could have been Friday night. I don't know. Was it was say, over the weekend. Worse. He was out drinking ginger ales, I guess. Yeah, Crossing Broad posted it Saturday. So I guess it either happened Thursday or Friday. And he tweeted, Crossing Broad getting some love. Um, he tweeted out, out with the homies tonight, they on tilt, but straight ginger ale for your man, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And then somebody was probably like, what? Well, I interacted with the guy on Twitter. He's like, he does not want him fired. He feels so bad for bringing this to everyone's attention, because I followed the kid on Twitter. I mean, it might be a kid. I don't know. I think he's like 25. It's like Brian Brown 25 or something. <laughs> and I was like, good work by you. And he's like, oh, you know, I kind of wish this didn't happen now. Everyone's hitting them up. Guilt? Yeah. And people were talking about it guy needs to be fired and he's like oh i don't think so and i don't think he needs to be fired they can keep him on in the sixers just don't put him in the uniform as a mascot i mean yeah just replace him terrible vetting too like how hard would it be just to interview yeah. the guy and say are you a knicks fan are why, you a sixers why fan why is he tweeting or instagramming why why doesn't he just keep his mouth shut that's a good question why really is he, yeah. why is he empowered to do so right yeah. hey, why does he even have the franklin yeah, the how dog did he account get, on how did he Twitter? get in the franklin power to, to be franklin i and guess tweet they, they let him tweet it's foolish. But they got to vet it out a little better. I mean, I did background work on uh, the two fanatics, best friends, Dave Raven and Tom, Tom Burgoyne. Tom, yeah. I mean, Delaware guys, Phillies fans, yeah. lifers. How hard would it be to get an entertainer from Philly right. that would want to play the mascot <laughs> of the Sixers? Yeah, just jump around a little bit. Don Brown, everyone's favorite left fielder. 
comes to camp, and apparently with Jimmy Rollins out of town, he's the leader of the squad. He's going to make sure all his teammates are on the right page. They hustle. They run out ground balls. Mention nothing about taking the right route to fly balls. I remember the Marlins game last year. He had one error, which just cost the whole game. I think at one point I wrote a, I wrote a piece the other day on johnville.com. Yeah. Where he just has one play that ruins a whole well, game. He had a game where um, a play in left field, Puig just made him look like a little leaguer. Puig just kept running until oh, Don yeah, Brown yeah, threw yeah. the ball in. It was amazing. I think it was actually the, the Beckett no-hitter game, which is just insult to injury. At one point he ranked on OPS 160 out of 169 qualifying players. And this guy is going to make sure everyone's on the same on the right page and focused. And then that that was two days ago, and I guess today he um came out with some quotes. Yeah. Could you imagine Chase Utley's facial expression if Don Brown tried to call him out for, yeah, for, for slacking <laughs> on a ball to first? The fundamentals. Well, Fireball, uh, legends, Fireball, John, Fireball John thinks that Don Brown is a Cowboys fan and should be gone. He's terrible. You know he's terrible. Terrible. I just hope you, he gets maybe hot again and try and trade him ASAP. Yeah. As soon as he hits the peak. If he hits eight, nine home runs in a month. I've had people, people. That's the thing. Like, I think Amaro would be delusional to think like if he goes on a hot streak. I know he'll just yeah he'll keep uh, six year contract here you yeah. go. <laughs> and I've had people on Twitter argue with me that you know Josh Donaldson was a late bloomer and stuff, but I forget the amount of at bats he's had at this point, but it's far exceeds what Josh Donaldson had in his like first. And it's threes. a little different when you're going from a catcher to a third baseman. Naturally, you're gonna you know open your eyes up more to the offensive side of baseball. If you're a right fielder going to the left field, it's it's just not the same as Donaldson going from catcher to third baseman. I, I, it's a silly comparison. Don Brown's had a lot of at-bats. A lot of at-bats. Like 1,500 plate appearances? 1402. <laughs> 14, yeah. So, so expect a, much different from him. He had a like career two, 248 hitter. He had like two months where he was on fire, and after that it's been nothing. He's on base for the career's 308, which is actually a little better than I would have thought. And in the piece on, that I wrote, I'm not a Don Brown hater. I purposely I bought good. tickets to the first game he played at the park. I wanted to be there. Gave him a standing ovation, just like the whole sold-out ball club did. Like, we were down with Don Brown. I was at yeah. the game. He was like six inches away from a home run. Yeah. His first and everyone was flipping yeah. out. Yeah. It was so. almost, I think it was a, almost a game tire, too. It was like a big spot. I don't remember. Do you remember how he finished that game, though? No. Doc was like, he was like two outs away from a no-hitter. Don wanted his shot to go on SportsCenter. He dove for a, I think it was Miguel Montero. He dove for a ball in the alley. Came like 15 feet short. wasn't even close. The ball trickled away. Doc lost his shutout. He lost like a, whatever it was, 30-inning uh, scoreless streak. But, you know. That's just the way it is, too. It's Do- just the precursor to his whole time in left field. Don made the highlight, so not because of a, a great play, but because the guy hit a triple. Who, whose name did you bust out who hit that ball? I'm surprised about that. Miguel Montero. Wow. To be young and have that memory. Catcher from Diamondbacks? He's now a Cub. He was traded uh, winter meetings. How old are you? 22. There you go. He's That's our baseball I mean. guru, man. 22. He crunches numbers like... Uh, Greg, we're twice his age. Yeah. yeah. Well, you might be. I graduated high school in like... 2007. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Sandberg says Ryan Howard looks agile. No gimp in his run. No Love hitch. It. Running from first to third pretty well, pretty fluid. Lost some weight. No family issues. I'm stoked, man. Uh, he hasn't talked to the press. He's just coming in focused, I think. He's the only guy on our team that can uh, produce runs. So I mean, if, you, if you're if you a Phillies fan, you have to have hope of Ryan Howard making a comeback. 
It's the only thing that's making me pay my season ticket deposit is hoping he can come back and either trade them or he just carries the team and they're half decent. With the Vegas line being 68 and a half wins, uh, no one's going to have a good year. You have you have to know that going in, right, guys? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, if you I look at the team wins. right away, they they have a triple A, maybe double A shortstop. They have a triple A right fielder in Dom Brown. <laughs> they have a guy who has one day in Grady Sizemore in left field. A don't, guy that don't has two, Frank Core signing. Oh, yeah. That's very exciting, dude. And like, he spent he's the last only two like thirty-one. Yeah, he, I feel like he's like forty-two. It feels like that guy's been around forever. He spent the last two years in the minors. Frenchy. They do have minor league players, so every night you have you have a lineup with seven pro players and like major league ball players in it, probably going up. If against, you're lucky, seven. Yeah, yeah. going up against what's uh, what's uh, what's uh, Ben Revere? Oh, did you see the tweet they put oh, out today? He's a uh, He's only 761 home runs behind Barry Bonds. <laughs> the Phillies put out a tweet today of, I guess, Ben Revere was doing a photo shoot. I think 700 Club, re- 700 level retweeted it out. And he's in front of a green screen, and he just does a standing, like, somersault or flip. And I, don't uh, know I saw why the link it to it, but irritates the hell out of me just seeing him do this. <laughs> and he's such a nice Christian guy. He's so pleasant. His, yeah. His Twitter account dra- like you like it's him infuriated. if he was a bench player, but like exactly, <laughs> yes. Not your leadoff hitter. No. Yeah. So hey, I wanted to talk about too. If if you were to buy a um, jersey of any of the Phillies or Philadelphia players, an authentic one, like one that's a good investment, two hundred. No bucks. throwbacks allowed. No throwbacks. Like long term. Yeah, I mean, it's like an, I could buy it, like I could an buy average it. house. I could buy it for my sons right now, and they will wear it for 15 years. Well, I mean, if like you're... Like a Dawkins jersey. Well, I mean, people don't have the money you have, Fireball Johnny. <laughs> I'm saying if... Wow. If, if people are working Ouch. off, like, 20 grand a year... I'm not talking hand-stitched. I'm talking, no, like, press-on, like, Modell's jersey. A big chunk of your cash is going to go into an investment of a jersey. You don't want one that's going to be here for a year. So, who do you buy at this point? One guy comes to mind. Yeah. Kenny G. Yeah. Kenny Giles. Go on. I'd love yeah. to say Embiid, but he, you know, you just don't. Well, see let's go for yet, each team. Okay. I think Embiid. Embiid for the Sixers. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Unless you're a Nerlens guy, I don't. I think they like. I think for the, a lot. for the Phillies. I don't know about any Sixers guys. You have no idea what Embiid's your, your, your friend bet. Hinkie's just, doing. Just get right a Hinky jersey. Just yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, Hinky's going to be here for a long time. But <laughs> James has already got a Hinky. Nobody else is, Hinky. Nobody else is guaranteed. <laughs> um, Simmons for the Flyers for me. I'd go Mason for the Flyers. I'd probably go Simmons. I like his style. I love Simmons. Yeah. No Giroux? No. Uh, Giroux, I, I lost. Why Why? Why the dismissive no? Well, I... No. What? You never, you never know what management's going to do there. All right. Do you, you remember the what the Kings did to us? With, I, I still don't know. Carter? Richard? Yeah. Richard? You remember that? Yeah. I lost yeah. my fandom for Giroux when he was on the cusp of becoming captain. Flyers in an elimination game in the playoffs against their arch rival, the Devils. It was before like the Penguins rivalry blew up, and Drew gets suspended for the elimination game, and you just can't do that. Agreed. Yeah, I don't, I don't dislike him. No, I just wouldn't invest th- my money in a jersey. I kind of think he's overrated. Ed, but sometimes those flashes. He does have flashes. Oh my god, he's overrated, but like it's, it's not necessarily because of. You know him. Pers- it's more of just the Flyers' fan base um, nature. They just they think everything they have is gold, and they just kind of. You know, he's a he's a great player, but he's not a the, you know the top three player that the Flyers fans suggest. Yeah, I kind of agree. 
I like. I think Simmons is actually more of a, a captain mentality too. I love Simmons. They yeah. should make him the captain. I agree with that. For the flo- for the Phillies jerseys, I actually might just go and get a Crawford jersey. It's like a speculative hedge fund investor investment there. And <laughs> That's a hipster move. Get, get ahead of times. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't get the uh, like an Iron Pigs or wherever he's playing this year, but I'd get an actual Phillies Crawford jersey. I think That's the best bang uh, for Phillies your buck long term. How about Eagles Fletcher Cox? Um. Unless they trade him for a Mariota pit. Mariota I would pit. take a Mariota jersey right now. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, I would love for you to show up next week with a Mariota jersey. That would be great, It'd right? Be ballsy. I know. What number? I don't, well, I don't know what he wears. I don't know. What, Eight? Uh, nine? Donnie Jones would surrender in a second, I think. Yeah. Like seven. I like seven. Connor Barwin, maybe? Barwin's definitely How long is he going to be here? Another yeah. couple years? Yeah. What's he got, three years remaining? Mm-hmm. He signed a five-year deal or four-year? It may have been six. Yeah, it was a long term. That's so Barwin's NFL, not bad. Though. No, he's you know a he's great not guy. Going, you know he's not going anywhere for four years. He's done a lot of good for the city. Kendricks is a candidate. Kendricks, but he's he's up on a deal soon. For a yeah. second, I thought you were meaning Kyle Kendrick. I was like, he's uh, still here? I thought he left. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Eagles have the most to choose from, I would say. Which is a big difference yeah. from a couple of years ago because yeah, I didn't know who I would buy a couple of years ago. Yeah. Well, be, I don't know. Nice. I, we might have run the course with me, man. Connor Barwin, Fletcher Cox. Byron Maxwell, I'll buy his jersey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think we're getting them. How about the Union jersey? Would you go with a new McCarthy Union jersey? Well, I would only do a Union jersey because you, is this the McCarthy it's kid from North Catholic? North, yeah, he's a Northeast Philadelphia boy. Yeah. Nice. Went through the system. Played the coach in, is played a local, light, too. Played at Lighthouse. Played at uh, Philadelphia Soccer Club. I mean, uh, North Catholic, of the course. The old school Lighthouse in Kensington? Or now there's one no. up in, like, Byberry Road no, up on the Boulevard kid, so area? he's probably at the Boulevard, yeah, okay. when they moved there. He went to LaSalle University nice. and uh, just um, played in Reading for a while. And I go to a couple of Union games a year. Do you guys ever go? I do. I've I was been to two. I was a season ticket holder for a long time. Nice. Or well, not it's long great time, but a couple stadium, of years. So it's a great stadium. So why, is, why, why are you not a season ticket holder? Uh, you know what? They, all the games are in the summer, and we I try to get away a lot in the summer, and it's tough on the weekends. He's got a place on the Riviera. Yeah. Oh, nice. We're doing the podcast from uh, yeah. remote there one Fra- time? Francais. Yeah, yeah. French Riviera. Yeah. North Wildwood. Exactly. We're going to move We're gonna move the uh, the podcast to Keenan's in yes. North Wildwood. Nice. Is that okay? We'll do a, yeah, we'll do a podcast I think I can, uh, I can get a contact there. Do they oh. have Fireball there? They do. Absolutely. They of have course. That's there. It's, like, it's they ice, might be the Fireball ice, factory. Fireball. Yes. Yes. So, hey, the Villanova run. Well, hold on. Can I just no, yeah, stop you? Sure. I have a North Catholic gift for you. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Why well, I, I shouldn't have said that, but I have I mean, I don't here. want to alienate want... non-North Catholic listeners here. But I, it's the first. You know what? We got PCL we, represented. We, I'm a LaSalle yeah, guy. We talk... You're a LaSalle. Oh, uh, uh, we, uh, Greg and I, we, we talked a while ago. See, we, we got a gift here. We it's wanted a, to talk about some... It's a brown some, bag. I thought it was a pb and Well, I, ra- I wrapped it in a nice wrapping, but we talked about some... I would like to bring you some T-shirts and things like that from some local Philadelphia yeah, sure. businesses and things. I know you like to wear some local T-shirts. Absolutely. You're wearing a pen T-shirt tonight. Mm-hmm. Some local friends, uh, family-owned businesses want to send down some T-shirts for you. So I wanted to oh, start yeah. it right here right. tonight. We're in the old lunch, lunch lady, like old lunch That's school just brown like you bag. Have having your warm cheese sandwich from the cafeteria. Yeah. Oh, nice. Look at us. Uh, North Catholic basketball alumni shirt. Nice. nice. Well, flip it over. Hold on. Hold on. Flip it over. You remember the pit? Yeah, dude. Love the pit. Absolutely. Great. Thanks, right, Johnny. Where'd my, you get this made up? Uh, it's from all the uh, Hall of Fame alumni guys. They're giving out some T-shirts to the ex-basketball, former basketball players. And nice I know work. You, you played ball at North. and uh, For a short period. Yeah, freshman year. <laughs> a little bit of sophomore. I quit and try and get some money to buy music we, and hang out with chicks. Yeah, exactly. And Budweiser. What a stupid kid Bud, I was. Budweiser, Marlboro. Smoking Marlboro Reds in high school? 
Uh, probably Newport's for a Newport's? little bit. Yeah. Uh, Greg was a lucky strike guy. I don't, I don't want yeah. that voice. I want P-Funks, Parliament. P-Funks? Parliament Lights, yeah. And do you smoke at all, Angelina? Not, uh, not cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> So uh, Nova continues their run. They're sick, right? I hope they get a one seed. Go seat. Cats, yeah. Dude, you, this is a, this is a tough game this weekend. Xavier, yeah, they're playing so well right At now. At Xavier, though. on Fox, this is like this is the game for Xavier right 2 PM, now. Two p.m., three p.m. tip, something like that. Two p.m. o'clock. Nice. Then they got Creighton, St. John's at home. St. John's a good squad, but at home they got talent, but they're just sloppy. Mm-hmm. They run it. They run the, the gamut here. No losses. I was looking at the, the the top four because I, I hope Nova can get a one seed. It it might be tough for them to slide in, but you got to figure one of them is going to lose. The, the reason I don't think they get the one seed is just the Big East is not. Yeah. I mean, I but know if they finish Pro- in the top four and win their conference, ranked. it's tough not to. They probably have to win the Big East tournament to get a one seed, and that's it's always tough. You know that's yeah that's not a very likely outcome. The favorites, right? So I mean, we have Kentucky, Virginia guaranteed, and, and we're going to say Duke. I'd say Gonzaga. Think you think is, Gonzaga is the number one seed? You I think um, Gonzaga is a better squad than Nova right now? I don't. I no, don't I just think I just think they have a better path to a number one seed. Okay. Nova's so deep. I would have said Wisconsin had a chance until that loss last night to Maryland. But they're like a senior laden yeah. team. They could be tournament scary, but they'll probably be a two seed. Duke a one seed. I would think, yeah. Even so, how about if I'm um, say North Carolina wins the ACC? If the, someone other than Duke, Duke wins the one seed, uh, wins the um, ACC tournament, Duke still won. I think so. It, well, no, if someone wins the ACC tournament other than Duke, Duke, yeah, Duke probably falls to two. You think? Yeah. I don't know. There's so much Duke love so out there. So do you there, think Nova think. fans need to root for a Duke loss somewhere along the way in the tournament? Well, if, yeah, Gonzaga, the, um, if Gonzaga loses one, just one, I think they're probably... Who are they going to lose to? I don't know who they have yeah, the rest the of the problem. way, but they don't they play anybody. They have a cakewalk. Yeah. yeah. If Nova was in a d- different conference, they'd be a one seed. Totally different conversation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think they got a chance to be scary. They, they got senior leadership, they're deep, and their their wing defense is incredible. They're a great defensive team. How about... The way Pinkston well, was running up and down the court blocking shots, that Pinkston's was unbelievable. Kind of, Pinkston's a good player. Yeah. If they're great defensively, then Virginia is just oh, Virginia's uh, it's bonkers. <laughs> Virginia's really tough. I've never seen like I've never seen. They have a like spot no like name this. guards, but it's still like it's the best backcourt I've seen like you know to the naked eye ever. I thought tonight they played um Virginia played Wake Forest, who hasn't been playing terribly. Danny Manning's a coach, right? At Wake. Who's the coach at Wake, Mike? I don't know. Oh, all right. It's he might something. be right. He was an assistant at Kansas for a long time. It's... So they've been playing well, and I figured out oh, Virginia's good defense, but they don't score. Teased up Wake Forest plus like 16 and a half. I think they lost by 35 tonight. I think yeah, they might. You were right. He's coach at Wake Forest. Yeah. Good call. But yeah, that they're stifling. They're going to be really dangerous just because of their defense in the um tournament. Yes. Yeah, this is a funny. I end up at Target. <laughs> oh, in Delaware Ave? No, I had to go to Jersey to buy these mic stands. Yeah. So I'm at Target in the middle of the afternoon, and the only people there are, only people shopping are all like milfs. So I'm like, all right, I'm looking for mouse traps, and I saw the comments like, oh, I could use some comments, grab some comments. And I'm walking up, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, here I'm, the, I'm the dude walking through the aisles right now with the condom box. That's why you got condoms. 
and, uh, and, and mouse laundry, traps. Laundry detergent, no mouse traps. <laughs> you got to get duct tape and lube next yeah. time. And then that. I go up to the counter. I go to check out. It's some I'm cable like, ties. Oh, my God, it's all old women. There's, like, no one. No dudes working the register. You're looking for a guy. Oh, they were so uncomfortable and awkward. Did anyone see Reese Witherspoon's head on the red carpet? Her <laughs> oh forehead? God. Well, no. You know what? It's so big. You know, you know what they call it now? <laughs> no. A five head. Oh, you know, dude, <laughs> I, I got to give props. Get it? A five head dude. instead of a forehead? I get it's it. Awful. Oh, my God. I gotta she give looks like props. a Klingon, right? Hold on, dude. That joke, that's a good joke, but the first time I ever heard it was um, G. Cobb did the all ugly G-Cob, show. G. Cobb, would you? G. Cobb, would you? Oh, you gave me two. G. Cobb, would you? G. Cobb did the All Ugly show, and someone busted in with Pam Oliver. Is that right? And he was like, Pam Oliver, that's not a forehead, that's a five head. <laughs> Best line in the world, right? Man, Listen, the, she's, be- she's beautiful. But the wrinkle, get, when she I don't would get talk, the, head. the wrinkles get the on her forehead were... Great actress. I yeah. served, I was at a restaurant once when she was in locally, and she's pretty impressive in person, too. I'll give it to her. Ah, she seems great. But that forehead but, was fucked up. Yeah, but impressive. We got a top three. Anyone? I'll give you my top three from uh, uh, the looks? Oscars. Yeah. Oh. I don't even know who she... Well, There's I'll only one, with, one. Number three is J-Lo for me. I thought she was looking all right. Her boobs look way too smushed. I like when she tripped, too. That's great. Yeah, he liked it. Yeah, I know. Her boobs Everything. were smushed down. I know. They were pancaked out. I thought Scarlett Johansson looked nice in her green Scar- dress. Oh, well, that's one, right? All right, she's no. on my list because that that's shaved one. head looks good. That's she, one. I like the, the hair looks good. With that shaved head I'm going to say number one because I don't know who the hell she is or where she came from, but Margot Robbie. Dude, she's uh, the Wolf of Wall Street chick. You're right, but where she come it. from? Oh, that's it. She's Australian. Been she's in nothing else. Hot. Yeah. There's Scorsese only one. There's only one. Scarlett Johansson's one. That's your one. Best actress of the Billy. Margot Robbie's definitely top three. Oh my best god, actress. I love her. I mean, she looks great. Full she pulled off. She pulled off green. Come on, who else pulled she off looked, green? She looked hot. She did look hot. Amazing. Um, did you guys she's see full the full frontal um, in her new movie? Well, he had a picture of. There's a picture of. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna tweet that. There's a picture of Travolta. All groping. Is he the scariest guy in the yes. world anymore? Yes. Yeah, he's groping oh Scarlett Johansson. He's scarier than, like, uh, what's his name? Jenner. <laughs> Who's becoming uh, a Bruce? full-fledged oh woman. Bruce Jenner? Bruce Jenner, yeah. Oh, he's so Kevin Hart was on Dan Patrick's show this week, and he's an Entertainment Tonight host now. He covers the Oscars. Kevin and, Hart does? Or uh, Dan Patrick? Kevin Hart. Oh. Is that his name? Something Hart. The comedian? Yeah, Kevin Hart. Yeah. No, not the comedian. He's also... He's an ex-Sports Center guy. Tells his name. His last name's Hart. Ah. Uh, I'm going to have to Google it. Google Anyway, he's an Entertainment Tonight host now, and he was at the Oscars, and Dan asked him something about, like, what's the weirdest thing you've seen interviewing a celebrity? And he talked about these lace front wigs, and he, I, he insinuated that Travolta has one, where I guess they weave lace into your old hairline, and then they paint it in with makeup and paint. Well, dude, his hairline has definitely changed. Yeah, yeah. So what they do is they put that lace in, and then they cover it in with like paint and makeup. It's like that's to that, fill in the, that spray paint. You yeah, the Ronco spray paint. It was Kevin Frazier. Kevin Frazier is the guy. Are awful, dude. It's all the, lace. It's apparently it it's a lace like, wig that's painted. He was it. talking about like how it's like the thing in Hollywood that they do these lace wigs. Nick, like, Nick a lot Cage of people must do it too. His oh, hair definitely. changes all the time. Yeah, Kevin Frazier's the guy. Travol- old sports center guy? What was Travolta's Anybody? tie? He was wearing like a, I don't even know. A, a it was like a bolo. It wasn't like, even a bolo. It was like a chain around his neck. He kept kissing everyone. How about how creepy he is was that? Pulling, he, he was, was pulling a pull Cosby on it. He, he was rolling on Molly, dude. He kept kissing everyone. Imagine being a Dina Mazel with that guy that close to your face just <laughs> touching you. and like He gets himself in trouble for kissing people. Google 
Google Dude. Travolta kissing. And I mean, he's kissed everyone, and that's what gets. He's him probably going. bisexual, right? Yeah. The, if you Google him kissing, all, is that allowed kissed, in Scientology? He's kissing. He's kissing. I don't know if he's you can kissing, be a, bio, a right, Scientologist he's, and bisexual. He's, he's kissing his male friend on a um, on, on a plane. Yeah, I mean, there's bi. tons of rumors out there about right. him. He's got to be bi at least, right? He dances pretty well. That would explain a lot of the creepiness if you've been living in the shell for 40 years in the spotlight, you know. Did you guys, yeah. anyone see Matthew McConaughey's beard? Yeah. It's just like pubic hair, like yeah, it does glued look on like his pubes. face. It's the worst <laughs> it beard. Does, it does look like pubes. Girls are still going crazy for it. Yep. I don't want to buy a Lincoln after watching. No one's giving any love to Naomi Watts. I thought she looked all right. She's got some pencil eraser nips. Wait, you saw no. Jersey Boys to play? Yeah, oh, it was good. dude, it's uh, phenomenal. No, it's not good. It's great, <laughs> dude. It really is. <laughs> you'll be you'll be singing. You'll be singing. I bought. Time. I, I think I, I bought it. Sherry Baby. Oh, yeah, yes. A high falsetto. You know, Pat, 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 Pat was boys with them back in the day. Yeah, yeah. He take. Yeah, he's a cameo. He, he's he's a one cameo. that like made it all happen, right? Yeah, I think he yeah. got. Um, the, they give him props. Yeah. But he, like, set him up with, like, an interview with, like, a radio DJ or something like and that. He's the ultimate actor in that, like, he got to a certain age where it's like, screw this, I'm just going to play golf the rest money. of my life. This is related to an Academy Award winning actor. Oh, is this a Tom Hanks' son? Is this Tom Hanks' son? Hold on, man. Connection shitty, bro. There you go. Oh man, that's real sensitive. There it is. This is Tom Hanks, son. Chet, Chet Hanks. No, his name's not. His last name's not Hanks. It's not. It's Chet, like Hayes. Oh, Chet Hayes. It's like Chet Hayes or something. I don't know. This guy's know. a cheese dick. <laughs> Have you ever seen the pictures of him wearing like the mask? Is like. He wears like a wrapping mask. A wrapping mask? I saw the video. People are saying it's one of the worst videos ever made. I mean, what is, what is he thinking? Tom Hanks had to come out publicly and like say he's like in, offended by his son's music lyrics, rap lyrics. Oh, really? Yeah, there's news articles. I'm a big Tom Hanks fan. I know you are. I, I I'm like not it. a Tom Hanks fan at all. What's not to like? He's a great actor. After, after like Bachelor Party and... um. Bosom Buddies? I don't know. What do you like? He's funny. Splash. He's a good actor. Look at his career, man. It's impressive. I don't know. What? Bob, okay, you a Hanks fan? Yeah. Right. See, he's the movie guru there. I mean, he's won Best Actor, what, twice? Yeah. Philadelphia and Forrest Gump. Awful, awful. movies. Forrest Gump is kind of rough. Forrest Gump is overhyped, but not an awful movie. Can That's we agree right. there? It's enjoyable to watch. I don't it's even a good, think I made it through it once. It's like kind of an interesting time capsule type of thing. I don't know. You guys are a bunch of haters. He's got the hat. Can, can I play this? Okay. You, want the Chet, you want the Chet hate to Tom Hanks? You gotta hear this kid. What's this? Show me that beat. Let me find it. Let me find it. Turn my trouble up. Turn my trouble up. Somebody who talks like this when you're talking. Yo, my homie just showed me some beats, motherfucker. I'm fucking you up. <laughs> Did he go move into a project? So he could <laughs> he used to study black people. Lingo. He moved to Africa. Stern is the best. <laughs> he is. Robin's great, too. Yeah. The black is black 
people. The interview is great, though. It's like unanimous decision. It's absolute fire, so I gotta go in and follow on it right now. What is this interview from? The shitty part of Beverly Hills. Tom, that's Tom Hanks' song. This is that's great. He's got to be dis- He's got to just be embarrassed, right? Oh my god, you would think so. His other son's in acting. He's got a successful acting career. His other kid's just a jerk off. All right, so I think we're gonna play something from a local band. We got two local bands we're gonna feature tonight. The first one is called The Screaming Females. There's only one female in the band, I think, the singer. I know. So this is Screaming Females. I actually think they're from South Jersey. They got a um, album release party. First Unitarian Church, Friday night. Still haven't been there. You've never been to the church? Nah, heard it's pretty Yeah, pretty you should awesome. check it out. I think lead singer Marissa Paternoster. So I'll give them a little shout out. They're doing all right. Good buzz about them. Kids dig them. So if you got nothing going on Friday night, go to Unitarian Church. Tickets are 12 and 14 bucks for the Screaming Females. A couple other bands on the bill. The Priest, Tenement, and Vacation. Where is the church? Uh, like 22nd and Chestnut? 21st and Chestnut, that area? Oh, it's on Chestnut? Mm-hmm. It's cool. I mean... It was way cooler when I was younger. I go there now. I feel like a creeper because it's all ages. I'm like, who's this old... Is this guy a narc or a pedophile hanging out in the back, it feels like? So, all right, this screaming females. Check them out. Article printed out. I don't know where the guy, the guy, the guy who um announces candidacy for mayor at a strip club. <laughs> oh my god! Guys got my vote. Well, if you guys are going to vote for someone for mayor, wouldn't you wouldn't you vote for like a former DA? Oh, or it's a, Juan Rodriguez, or a, or, a, or a former councilman, or maybe a union, nah, dude, a union carpenter. Or Out with a, the old, in with the new. Well, you know what he did before before he ran for mayor, right? <laughs> He's had issues. He's who, a, Juan? a private dick. He's an under. He was a private nice. investigator. I like good, that. Man. Yeah, good, that's good. What, yeah, that's what the uh, that guy's going to get to the bottom of issues. Philly.com had him as a private investigator, and as of you know, when he did the interview at the um, strip bar, is that good to say, or go-go bar, or it's a nightclub with a pole down the middle pole in the stage. Right? He says what it's not it? a strip club. At that moment, it might be in Germantown. Maybe I, I was involved Sick. in a little bit of campaign finance to help some friends out over the years yeah. and do some different things. Yeah. Uh, he ha- he didn't even open a bank account yet to run for mayor, so that must be happening in the next week or two. Yo, he's our dude. I mean, we were down with Kenny. Kenny has snubbed me on Twitter about coming on here, so I think I'm down with uh, no, this no, guy Juan Kenny, Rodriguez. Kenny will come on. He'll Juan. he'll come on. He's a good local guy. Kenny will come on. I don't think he wants the stripper pole uh, future mayor uh, on this program. Do you really? Yeah, yeah, if we tell him that, he may you know want to defend his own exactly. merit. You know, based on I got, if you called the guy right now, he might come down. He's out investigating some things privately. So I'm um, actually thinking we could help him out because some cam- campaign tunes we could help him like, like uh, Bill Clinton had the uh, Fleetwood Mac song. Do a little juvenile uh, for him. Stop. Yeah, uh, this might work. I, I know it always sounds all right in the clubs. Do they have a poll here or no? 
here at O'Neill's? Yeah. No, it's a family establishment. Nah, I mean, nah, good chili, good right. beers. We can dog call. friendly. Dog friendly. They make a hell of a Shirley Temple. You want to bring your boys here? How about the chili? Chili's fantastic. You know who loved Shirley Temples? Donovan McNabb. Janice Armstrong wrote a um, piece in the Daily News saying, when do yoga pants become nom-nasty? I guess playing on namaste. Not the greatest pun or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So she talks about a, um, there's an online post by a Christian blogger. Shocking. Mm -hmm. Her Veronica Partridge says she asked her husband's opinion about the clingy, clingy clothing, to which he responded, when I walk into a place and there are women wearing yoga pants everywhere, it's hard not to look. I just jizz in my pants. <laughs> I don't, but it's not easy. <laughs> what a nerd. And then that persuaded an Argon-based writer to swear off, or that same Veronica, she swore off wearing yoga pants in public, at least unless her ass is covered up by a, a sweater or a long shirt. Sure ass is not and then there's a Republican state legislator in Montana who's um, trying to make yoga pants illegal due to public decency laws. What do you what do you wear when you yoga, Greg? Uh, basketball shirts. Tight, like real tight. No, not like old school John Stockton basketball shorts, like baggy basketball shirts. No, like just like Nike shorts. Adidas, yes. Okay. Well, so and, and, and they're not alone. There are schools banning yoga pants in schools, grade schools, elementary schools, high schools. There's kind of a, a so loose, what is this war against yoga pants? There's kind of a loose precedent set on this with um you know women wearing. Clothing as distracting. If you look at Seinfeld and Sula Mishki, you know, she. Sula Mishki, yeah. Yeah, she was let off. Braless. She wasn't found guilty for wearing the bra. Right. So, you know, it, it. I guess this becomes a court problem. What is kind more. A court problem. Yeah, it, it, what is more dangerous, a bra or the yoga pants? I mean, don't we have to at some point just teach guys they just need to control themselves? I mean, I mean women can wear guys. what they want. Yeah, get it together like, out there. Because there's a couple of guys who can't control themselves. We have to. It's called creeping. Yeah, yeah. We Learn have to, to suffer creep. through life without. Yeah, women don't blow in yoga it for pants. all of us, you weirdo freak right, Christian. Right. Don't Cosby it for us. Yeah, <laughs> man. Learn how to creep yourself. Like, don't stop creep looking. Just look. You know when she's not looking. When right. You know. Can we can we get a woman's opinion yeah. on yoga pants? This is um. Our they know what they're doing. Lizzie. Yeah. So do you do you wear yoga pants? I do wear yoga pants occasionally. Do you feel like you They're comfortable, um, aren't they? They are comfortable and I believe that I can wear them. I'm sure right. there's a lot of people It's a privilege, that not wear a right. And for sure. Don't need to wear them, but people are wearing crazy stuff. But well, you should all have the, the right to wear yoga pants as a woman if you want to, right? Of course. And everyone has the right to wear anything. It's bullshit that they're trying to ban that. Yeah, and girls you. legit like like wearing them. They're comfortable. They're comfortable. The, the wifey says she loves. You know, they're just, I'm the same. she feels like she's. I've had the wifey drop like 130 bucks for some Lululemon yoga Those pants. Lululemons? Yeah, yeah, they're ridiculous. They look insane. fantastic. Oh, I, I'll pay, I'll buy her next yeah. pair. Yeah, that's yeah. that's like yeah, let's go. Yeah. Is there a yoga pants store? I mean, you got oh buy, Lululemon, Lululemon, you buy man. Nike yoga pants? No, Lululemon. No, Lululemon. Get in the game. Lululemon, right on. You don't even know Lululemon. If this guy walked into a yoga class, <laughs> he'd be he'd be <laughs> year membership. He walks into one or two Center City yoga classes. <laughs> fireball! He's like fireball down. He's here. Where do I sign up? <laughs> 
they have hot yoga too. Where the Can girls we do yoga sweat. before the podcast next week? Is that okay? Mm, yeah, we could work that out. Girls with good asses look amazing in yoga pants. But yeah, even if they don't have good asses, they should have yes. the right if they want to wear yoga pants. They should definitely have the right. And I'm concerned about these young boys if Can't they never see a, a woman or a female in yoga pants when they become adults and they're in the real world. They're going to see girls in yoga pants. Like, what's going to happen? They just flip They're out. They're going to jizz their pants. Yeah, jizz their pants, start <laughs> like, trying to grow. Together, like, guys. Yeah, it's like... Dude, kids nowadays are fucked. Sorry. No, I, they are. Totally and different. porn's ruined them. Totally different. Well, porn's ruined them. I mean, we touched Social that topic a little while ago, but... Porn's ruining the, kids these the days. The kids just have open access to porn. My, my, they think that's going to be the norm. My nephews, my nephews aren't even... Well, one nephew, I've talked about him before, Liam... He cruises through YouTube. I mean, YouTube doesn't have porn on it, but you jizz. There can find he can find stuff on YouTube that oh, is yeah. quite provocative for a seven, eight year old. Dude, like I, I, I remember when I was young, I used to like print out JPEGs of <laughs> naked chicks. Like not even doing like scandalous shit. From where? Shit. Where would you print them out from? Wherever I could find it. It was like the first stages of AOL and like the internet. Like, dude, when I would ba- print them out day, in when color. You're, when like, you're in chat that- groups. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. When you're at that level as a as a teenager or a young boy, you will find it wherever. wherever. You spend endless amounts of hours. Yeah, yeah. Like we had a little place called Jerry's Variety Store. My mom would go there to buy stamps, and he had great soft pretzels. But he and also had a ma- he had a magazine <laughs> he had a magazine rack, and the top rack was like yeah. I remember we O U I was like a oh, French yeah, yeah, porn yeah. magazine. I've seen that before. And you just roll in at like twelve, be like, hey Jerry. I'm just going to grab this. Give me a soft pretzel. Yeah, and he's fine. Soft corn He just needs to sell shit. He's like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, but like kids these days, they just, they're so a click easy. away from like yeah. dominatrix choking out, spitting in buttholes stuff. And like, <laughs> like it's ruining the kid. What? There's sick shit out there, man. John, I don't look let y'all know. Let y'all know the address of that, that yeah, site. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you want a, a bookmark. He's like, what? I'm missing out on this. I mean, the six, this shit is sick out there. <laughs> no, I don't want my 15 year old or my 11 year old to see this kind of it's, stuff. Uh, it's I hate to break it to you. It's probably too late for yeah, a 15 no, year old. Yeah. Nah, he goes to a good Quaker school. He's good. Yeah, Quakers good people. Yeah, yeah. They don't oh, mas- they don't masturbate in the Quaker schools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody masturbates. Yeah, porn's fucking kids up. Oh yeah. That's, yeah that's, that's my point. But don't take it out on yoga pants. No, 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 no. I don't know how we got down. Yoga, see, yoga pants leads us to pornography. Yeah, and, well, maybe, maybe, maybe they're on maybe, something. Maybe these weirdo Christians are on to something. <laughs> but I just think porn's fucking with kids' heads these days. I agree, man. And what, like, in what sense? That they expect what they see, because there's so much sick shit out it's there. Too much access too early. Yeah, too. Okay. And it too changes young. their expectations. You, when of you're what's 12 and you watch, you know, some bondage video or even if it's just you know like <laughs> Jamie's on a 50 shades of great kick you start browsing a porn site you're gonna find that shit. Jamie did you see the movie 50 shades yeah no, no anybody no. see the movie no I read the book and I masturbated the whole time so nice uh, now, now I know the book is apparently more graphic than the movie sorry guys Nice. Now it's understandable why certain people who were supposed to be here tonight were not allowed to be here due to their their corporations and their corporate bosses would not let them show up tonight. If your last name's fully love, what do you you expect? You hear what I'm saying as far as porn and kids' minds? No, If you're 12 and you're you're watching this crazy porno and you think that's the norm, like you're going to go into relationships expecting that to be like your sexual, you know, encounters and that's not reality. So, like, these kids are all fucking ruined. 
That's just my ruined. personal. That's my personal opinion. All right, so I just want to pull up a tweet. We were we were supposed to have a guest here that most people know, who is a journalist in town, who writes for us and um, Clearly, covers after sports. the last five minutes, we know why she's not here. Yeah, and, and it is a she. <laughs> but I had talked to her the other night before we found out that she couldn't come on because her PR bosses wouldn't let her. And um, she had gone on the record with me as saying, I think it was Sunday night we were hanging out, yoga pants are fucking awesome. And if men have problems with them, that's men's problems. They need to deal with it. Exactly. Right. It's not the, like, no one has a problem with them. It's just, Certain people have a problem with it. I feel like these same uh, weirdo Christians probably had problems with bikinis when they first came out. <laughs> yeah, but who's to say, like, so, I don't know, our, our hostess Lindsay could, like, Guys in Oregon hats, which Jamie's yeah. wearing an Oregon hat tonight, right? Yeah. She may find that attractive. Yeah. So we're we going to ban everything everyone finds attractive? Yeah, it's ridiculous. So thanks, Janice Armstrong, for giving us a little topic this uh, week. Did you hear of the um, the thing you can do with your license plate and your I VIN did. number? Did you read that? This is for all yeah. the um, – this is good PSA for everyone who wants to come into town in Philadelphia and hang out. So I have a buddy. Uh, I'll call him Frank. Frank, when he parks in town. <laughs> His name's not really Frank, right? No. <laughs> Play along. Okay. So when Frank comes to town, he removes his license plate from the back of his truck. And I asked him why he did that. And he said one time he was working in a neighborhood for a couple of days and getting ticket after ticket every day. He talked to the um, parking authority guy, and he was like, listen, man, I'm just doing what I need to do. Between you and I, if you remove your license plate and you cover your VIN number, I can't do anything about it. I can't write you a ticket. I can call the police, but they're not going to really respond to a parking authority guy complaining about some guy's yeah. covering his VIN number in Philadelphia. And, uh, and I checked Philly.com, actually did an article about it, and it is a loophole in Philadelphia. Take your license plate off, cover your VIN number, you can park wherever you want as long as you want, and most chances are you will not get ticketed. But how about, you won't get towed either? No. Who's going to tow you? What are they going to tow you for? They don't tow you well, until you've been there for a bit. What if it's an illegal spot? No, no. No, it has to be a legal okay, spot. You okay. can't park like that in a no-parking okay. zone or a no-stopping zone. But in a permit, like two-hour parking or at a meter, and my buddy keeps his license plate now screwed on with one screw. He's always got the screws. Yeah, I was gonna say it seems like a lot of work. As soon as he parks, I... I've seen him do it. Boom, boom, boom! Like a couple twists. It's loosely screwed on. So then, when you get back to the car, you gotta put it back on. And he swears, he's like, "I've been parked for days, nothing, no tickets, nothing." Really? Yes. So. I mean, fuck the PPA. So any advantage we have on them, let's take it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. They're relentless. They're relentless. I'm pissed off about Uber. Uber. PPA. I'm pissed off about the um, the gas surcharge they put on you. Gas Ooh, is like two dollars right now. No, the PPA gas is like two dollars right now. Two twenty a gallon. It's been in like fifteen years. It's cheaper now than before they put the ga- the fuel surcharge on. Exist. But the fuel surcharge still has to exist. I saw. I know John's, the John's quiet on this. He's got. He's got. PPA buddy. He's got friends in high places. Oh, I, I love I love the PPA. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's good a friend. Big, good friend. He's, he's actually wearing a PPA t shirt right now. At, did you see it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Free parking outside. PPA. I didn't notice it was so your vet, your um, winter vest pulled to the side. And I was like, oh, he's wearing a PPA shirt. PPA at PPA.com. Yes, I love PPA. <laughs> I think they had. I love PPA. Yo, yo, 
A friend of mine is opening a new restaurant. Oh, I, I don't know if you heard. Here we go. Nice. I'm gonna, can I plug a restaurant? Yeah, we'll plug it. Right. Only if we get some it's free a great, samples. It's a great Port Richmond eatery. They do breakfast and lunch. I like Port Richmond. Port Richmond on on a, on Westmoreland Street, and they're opening in um, down in the um, Navy Yard. Okay. It's going to be awesome. Yes. And uh, well, there's it's, one it, restaurant there now. So well, it's, it's Mercer more. Cafe, and I don't know right. if you saw oh, Mercer that. Cafe is a good spot. Mercer Cafe is a great yeah. spot. And if you saw the um, the the recent what was it GQ article where there's a couple other. Well, there's a Navy. I wanted to get to that. There's a Navy Yard spot by Mark Vetri. Lespedo. Yes. Spiego, Spiego. Spiego. Uh, I don't even know, Los, but but Los Mercer Spido, Cafe is going to be right near there. So nice. if you want to have right. breakfast and lunch. That's uh, it's a great spot. So right. they, they have a well, lot of Have you guys eaten there, there yet? And, and John eats for free there, apparently. PPA. He yeah. barks for free. I, out no, I never eat for free. I pay double. Did you guys eat at any, either of these restaurants on the GQ well, list? Well, that's why I get the GQ list listed Laurel and Los Pigo, Los Piego. Los, Los Spido. All right, there you go. It's S-P- you got to say Spiedo. You can't call it Spido, right? He's a lynch. Not for North Wawa guys. You can't call it Spido, right? So they're like two of the best new restaurants in Philadelphia. I know, I only know Jamie's been to Laurel because he made reservations. He got lucky, he thought, making reservations to Laurel. Yeah, it was like three months in advance. Right. But it was on the night of. Oh, what was that night? Was it the NFL draft or the Sixers draft? It was the Sixers draft. And you you realize like the week before the draft, like yeah. oh my god, I got reservations, I'm gonna miss the draft. And I've been so. And excited we're like, you're the, the dude. Like someone realized and canceled. Yeah. You got the reservation. Yeah. He's at this restaurant. Three months out. Texting us all night. It was terrible. I was going to the bathroom <laughs> and like texting you guys like, what happened? Because like Hinky's a madman on draft night, trading everything, trading the whole team. I'm in the bathroom like, what the fuck is going on? What just happened? Text One of those texts, we didn't trade Alfred Payton, did we? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like having one of the top meals, according to GQ, in the country. And I'm in there worried about the Sixers draft in the bathroom. Uh, but there's a dish there that's a, a gnocchi, uh, like play on a mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. One of the best things I've eaten in Good town. stuff? Yeah. It, it was phenomenal. Would you return? Oh, yeah. 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 For the price, yeah, it's really good. What's your favorite restaurant? If you had to pick one restaurant to go eat Friday, this Friday. This Friday? Put your I mean, on the spot. What's my yeah. budget look like? I have a big budget yeah, or yeah. just an average Un- budget? Unlimited budget. Un- someone oh. dropped. Vetri. You, you just found $500. Vetri is the best meal I've had in town. Where would you go? Vetri proper. I go to Veg. I mean, being a vegetarian, vegan, somewhat no, it's vegan. Like it's a center city place. Yeah, it's like like twelfth and. It's like Locust. tops in the country as far as vegetarian, oh. vegan places. Yeah. I've never been in that position before. I'd probably go for a seafood spot. Oh, he's a seafood guy. You could yeah. go to the old bar, the old, the new Garza spot. Found this story right before I came here tonight. So Ed Snyder's got a daughter named Lindy, and um, Lindy is working for this company called Kind Financial. Kind is in kind bud. Maybe, and what they're doing they is it? like right now there's a problem in Colorado and stuff where well, none of the banks will a lot take of, their money. None of the banks will take their money for weed or marijuana transactions, even though it's legal. And also because of that, the um, actual dispensaries have large amounts of cash on hand which uh, makes them a target for armed robberies, robbery yeah. 
So um, Lindy Snyder is um, leading this company called she's gonna make a Financial. Fortune. She's going to make a fortune. Who's looking to be, quote, the financial solutions platform provider for the quickly growing legal cannabis Genius. industry. So they want to be kind of the PayPal of the Genius. legal weed industry. That's fucking brilliant. So I mean, you gotta like add a DC. little. You gotta like add a little bit more now that his offspring is actually. Oh, doing actually, like that. sorry. Oh, he went minutes. from the most hated owner for you guys to. Jamie the, loves him now. No, no he's, I, he's, I still don't like him as Flyers owner. But seven minutes ago, DC uh, weed just became legal. It's kind of. It's a growing. Would you want phenomenon. to make? Would you want to make out with Snyder right now or Hinky? Hinky. Why well, not have a Snyder's daughter or Hinky? Oh, well, that's a different question. Yeah. <laughs> Snyder's daughter or Hinky? Hinky, does Hinky take, have a... Did you see her picture? Yo. I'm trying to pretzel me here. I got to say, I don't even know if Hinky has a daughter, but when you see no. how old he is... He's got no time for when relations. Hinky, when you Dude, see how old age. he is... He's my age. You're like, what am I doing with my life? But doesn't Hinky he look like, like he's 50... Yeah. He, he looks, looks like, like he's dying. Close to 60, and he's he like, like 34? He Dude, he, hasn't, he has no vitamin D in his skin whatsoever. <laughs> he looks like he's been living in conference rooms... For ten years He's straight, just crunching numbers, just crunching numbers. numbers. Was, he was, he was. You watch True Blood. He was silvered. Yeah, he, he was like silvered. He was silvered in a basement for like twenty three yeah. years. Yeah, <laughs> guy hasn't seen the sun in ages. I love it. He's just crunching basketball numbers, ah. building championships. But you, you would pick him over um, Snyder's daughter. Yeah. Close yeah. Your, if you close, had, your, close if your eyes. If you, close, if you had Jamie, to go Jamie, out, Jamie, it. close your eyes. Right. Jamie, close so, your yeah. eyes. Close your eyes. If you're twenty five, lean back, lean back. And you had a pick between your slow dancer, Lindy right? Snyder and Sam Hinky. Hinky. You're slow dancer. Right Hinky's now. got my heart. You're at the B bar at Borgata right now, slow dancer. It's all Hinky. Slow dancer with? Hinky? Oh yeah. I'm going Hinky too. Yeah. Yeah. But good for her. It's a brilliant idea. She's gonna make a lot of money on that. That's a good idea. If they were a public company. So now Alaska, so that's our third state that's straight legal. Alaska straight recreation. With a district, DC. Yeah. So that's almost four. Yeah. And then medical, you have, in what, 15 states? I'm waiting for it here. She's going to make a fortune. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah, she's going to crush it. I always tip 20% or more. 20% is the minimum. Yeah, 20% is minimum. Right. But if somebody Shitty sucks, service is 20%. I'll give them I'll give them 15. If it sucks. No. no come on. I've never on. given no. 15. The, but that 20% is a statement. You suck. Here's 20%. No. 15 to me is the statement. That's, yeah, all, that's uh, awful. Yeah, wow. 20% I, is And you're talking to somebody that's been well, in the service industry for 15 yeah, plus but years. You, but you weren't born in Philadelphia, right? Hold on, Mike. What, what, yes, what I are was. you thinking, Mike? <laughs> no. And Mike Mike's 22. He's not making a bunch of cash, so. No, not where I work. Right. Uh, Twenty percent. It's um, I think it's above and beyond. That's Mike, above Mike. and beyond for twenty. Yeah, twenty percent. I, 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 I think is a lot. To Mike, the your bills. Yeah. Mike, your bill's fifty dollars. You and a young oh, lady. Oh God, go out. fifty dollar bill. He had, when's the last time you spent fifty bucks on food? No, no, no but it's fifty dollars. Uh, no, fifty dollars total for your he bill. He can't even comprehend the question, dude. Well, he's yeah, probably, like I better hope there's three friends of mine around <laughs> me. You and a beautiful twenty girl. bucks. Say twenty bucks. All right, twenty bucks. What are you tipping? Terrible, terrible 20, service. Terrible service. I'll give him five bucks. There right, five bucks. So twenty-five percent. A good there. man, right there. Right. Jamie's throwing in three, three Jamie's seventy-two. Jamie's twenty-three dollars and seven cents. No. Yeah. You, have, you have to understand what my idea of bad service is. Like, it's bad. Like, ter- like they're in the background texting. Yeah. Like, like if I yeah. see my server on their phone. While I need like ketchup or a water, 
You know what I mean? Like not even stupid. that. Like your beer's out. You want another yeah. beer, and they're not even paying attention. Yeah. yeah. Great like, service. Listen, your bill's twenty dollars. Great, great service. service. I give twenty five percent. Guess easily. what? Downstairs, I just spent. Uh, what's the bartender's name downstairs? Phil. Phil. Great dude. We're gonna try and get Phil to call in at some point, yeah. see if we can get this to Phil, work. Great guy. Great guy. Right. I, my bill was twenty dollars downstairs. Greatest guy in the world. What do you think I gave him? What was your bill? Twenty dollars. Thirty. Bucks. I think thirty bucks. You give him ten dollar tip. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, sure. Yeah, of course, yeah. Right. right. Yeah, I'm not now, opposed re- to that. I, Yeah, so, true. hey, we're lucky enough to have our buddy Bill here. Bill's been a bartender in town for like 37 years. He's only he's only 42, <laughs> so he's been bartending since he was five. But what I like about Bill, Bill runs a tight ship with um, bar etiquette. Nice. Yeah, and very, people need to be educated I'm in very, bar etiquette. I'm appreciative of this. People have no patron. idea how annoying they are. So one of the things I like about Bill is... Um, Bill does a thing with the jukebox where there's certain songs where he will not let it played. If you play certain bands at his bar, he skips them, and I think he'll give the dollar back to you. Definitely, definitely give the dollar back. Yeah, yeah he'll give the dollar move. back. Right. But the three bands are. Um, Can I guess? Some, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sometimes even a warning. Sometimes, All right, sometimes. maybe a warning. So yeah, try and guess what if, bands. If they're really cute, I'll give them a warning first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dudes, no. Is this the? Um, the, the the new digital um, yeah you boxes. can do the digi- digital boxes from your phone yes but that's hard to find out who's playing it at that point so I don't think it's anything like new it's but, not like Taylor Swift but if he skips it they'll complain and then he knows who they are and he'll be like here's your dollar back or or usually we'll watch for a lot of times it's two or three of the same artist and then we will watch for them two and in a, then, two or three in a row it's a cute a cute lady I might. Pull to the side and have a talk with her and say, "This is just the policy." A little timeout. <laughs> Here's our policy. Or sometimes I'll just, you know, busy Saturday night. It's ruining the vibe of the bar. I might just yell, "What yeah. the fuck?" So, so and what, skip what, it. what are the what are the three artists he knows for sure ruin the vibe of the bar? And Grateful Dead is not included. Sam Smith. No. How dare you? But not not a fan. No. You guys, a bunch of haters. One one thirty in the morning. Don't play fucking Sam Smith. He's got people who do play. I know one of his patrons who plays Sam Smith all the time. Counting Crows. Boom. Boom. One. <laughs> that's the most hated or just in the list? No, no. That's, um, I'm going to say number three out of the top three. What's the song people play most of the Counting Crows? Uh, Mr. Jones? Yeah, it's got to be, right? Uh, probably. We, we did have an instance where that's, a guy um, played Mike's an entire, first concert. entire Counting Crows album. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. And Ooh. I didn't realize until about the third song, and I said to the guy, guy I was working with, I was like, is this, did somebody just really play an entire Counting Crows album on a Saturday night at a bar? <laughs> and we realized it was true, and I skipped it, and then skipped it again, skipped it again. Thank Mr. you. Jones Thank you very man. much. <laughs> you making me angry, Jamie? Nice. I just pulled there this up on play. Spotify. Jamie could get tackled right now. <laughs> Mr. Jones is by far their most popular single. Oh, yeah. 35 million downloads. Number two for them is Round Here at 6.2. Oh, yeah, I know that song. Or no, I'm sorry, Colorblind has 14. What's the most popular song? Wait, what about um, Big Taxi? They do a cover of that, right? Who? Big Taxi. I'm not a big Cannon Crows guy. I don't. Know. I hate. I, I hate that you even know that. What's, the, what's your? What's the most popular song? What's the song that everyone plays? That's got to be the. It's that's got to be the Cannon Crows. Yeah. No, uh, no. I mean in general, not Cannon oh. Crows. But what's well, the, well, hold on. Let's one step at a time. 
Fireball Johnny. We're trying to find the three band fuck bands from his uh Okay, I'm gonna say bar. um kind of the same vein. DMV, bro. Oh, yeah. The worst. <laughs> That's number one. God. The worst. The cutest girl, still skipping it. Horrible. You know your Twitter friend, Nicole51, loves DM, right? You know that, right? I don't, but that's her issue. Oh, my God. She might want to talk to someone oh, about it. Oh. <laughs> you listen to DMB when you're trying to get a handy from a girl in high school. Not, DMB's not a handy bar. band? Yeah, they're a, a handy A high school band. handy band. Yeah. Total handy band. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know when the last time I listened to a DMB it's recent a lost song was. <laughs> I've seen DMB probably ten times in concert. No, you oh haven't. For real? Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, shit. No, I, in uh, high school, dude, it was like the party. You went, you beer funneled things. You got handies after the show. It's a great what, time. There was, you know, illicit no, I, stuff going on. I saw him like three, four years ago at the expense of WIP. Oh, nice. I, I, I can still smell that. It was honey. right at Camden. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a party in high school. That's where Because you didn't have anywhere yeah, so, to drink. So, so, so it's one the woods or a DMB. One o'clock on a Friday was, night, like, nobody wants to listen to a DMB no, at a bar. I agree with that. All right, so we I, got... I, I so got to get... Let's do it in your cabriolet if you want. All right, so <laughs> so Bill Bar Etiquette, you do not play who? Um, uh, Counting Crows, DMB. Crows, DMB. Oh, you, you almost blew it there. Almost I almost blew it because I do know who it is. What's the third? third. It's got to be. It's, is it same, more classic? Same vein. Um, so yeah, it's, same it's kind the of 90s vibe. that more kills kind you. More kind of rich white kid music, in my opinion. It's not fish. No, no, no. no he's a, he's a fish head. Drugs. Although I'm not, I'm not a fan of playing fish. Like Grateful Dead, fish. Yeah, you he, know, at a bar late night. Yeah, no, I would never play. He's a fish head, but he does not play fish at his bar. I'll give them that. Yeah, yeah. I like Fish too, but I would never play that. I'll play it. See if you guys can name the band. I know. Let her cry. It's uh, what band is that? The, uh, How do you even know Ho- that? You Hootie the Bullfish. <laughs> Hootie. People play Hootie at the bar. People play Hootie at the bar. <laughs> he's like a uh, Darius Rucker. He's a country guy now. Yeah, he's all country now. Yeah. Dan wow. Patrick's a big fan of him. Well, they're boys. Yeah. Wait, I didn't know that people actually played had the balls to play Hootie in public. <laughs> That's almost more shocking than anything. Sorry so, for myself. <laughs> Love oh, God. Angelina's a closet Hootie fan. Hootie. Big Hootie fan. Wait, does he have a Hootie tattoo? Yeah. He's got a, he's got a <laughs> nice voice. Yeah. Darius. Yeah. Soothing. That's fucked up. Yeah, so I appreciate that about Bill. I've seen him That's do that funny. in person. I didn't know people played Hootie at the bar. That's pretty funny. Who would play Hootie? <laughs> Who the, at the fuck bar? was playing Hootie <laughs> Hootie <laughs> in the buffet? Bill, give me your three favorite places to go go get a beer at, aside from the neighborhood spots. A like, beer, cocktail, okay. or yeah, not so your neighborhood spots. If, beer, if, if I'm yeah, not beer. if I'm not in the neighborhood, because I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah, yeah, in not in the neighborhood. Um. Which is the Queen Village neighborhood, so we're going to exclude Queen Village. I'm going to say Good Dog, 15th and Walnut Spruce. We got issues. Jamie, I know, I know Jamie you guys hates do. Good Dog. I, I love Good I've Dog. I've had yeah, bad experiences. Good Dog experiences is a great there. place. I think and, it's um, the best bar outside of the neighborhood for and, me. Well, and also, you know, because I have been in the industry for a while, I know both bartenders at the downstairs bar for easily 15 years. So maybe that, maybe that I might be a little jaded on this at that point. So why do you think... All right, so listen. There's Jamie. Rolls in with his... Who'd you go in with? It was crew? me... The girl and like another buddy or two. Do you think he's given off a vibe? Like what well, is it? I feel like I have the polo shirt, sports hat on. And you're a ten percent tipper. They sense that. Let's move. Let's move on to the next. Why were you? Don't give this guy any credit. I feel like I, I feel like I got a so pea coat on. I'm putting. I'm putting 10, out that. 10, I feel like I'm just putting out that like preppy vibe that Good Dog is not. 
responsive to. No, I, 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 I'm going to disagree with that just because of where it's at. They do a ton of people that work. I know that's why I was like shocked by their location. And it's, you know, it's it's one of those bars, and I, I love bars that have like a little bit of everything. It doesn't matter what color you are, what they look like. I love their dog you know. pictures on the wall. You know. You're a dog fan. You got a Big dog, dog all about it. Yeah. Dog lover. I want to like it, but I've I wish in you there. did like it. It's like my there was favorite a guy bar literally staring at me. Jamie, one time. you need to go in there with me. Just come in there with me. Yeah, yeah. let's I'll let do them, that. I'll let them know who you are. Let's do that one night. The Nobody. three of us will go to good. Don't dog. wear a sweater though. <laughs> so what, you're telling me I shouldn't tie the white sweater <laughs> no, over no, my no. shoulter. Take that sweater off. No V-neck vest. <laughs> I think I've only been there like four, maybe five times, and like three of the five have been like. And the other place I haven't had a good experience at is Strange Loves. Same thing. I like Strange Love. See, I, I don't like Strange Love. No, why? The vibe in there is just really weird. It's it's um, well, I guess Jefferson. Yeah, med students. Med students. Uh, it's just the vibe is real weird. It's like real kind of clicky to me when I go in there. Yeah. Um, the it's also a marble bar, and I'm not a fan of marble bars. What? <laughs> why? Like, it's um, it's, it's uncomfortable. Just, it's just cold to the touch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree with him. You know, it's it's a it's a nice. thing definitely. Like wood wooden bars are the way to go. All right. And it's usually, with Marvel, it's usually like an obscure round where the bar is, so it's like they're never comfortable, and they're always cold. Bill, what's your first concert you ever went to? (laughs) I got a good first concert. (laughs) Let's do this. Let's go round table. I'm going to say Billy Idol at the Passaic Theater, 19... You don't have to give it a year. That's fine. In the 19s. Yeah, yeah, the 1900s. <laughs> I think some people sitting here probably weren't born then. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Barely. Fireball Johnny? Uh, the Who, The Clash, oh, Hooters, and Santana. Where are you, Live Aid? No, no, no. I was like back in the... Um... They all played the same concert? Yes. Where? Uh, on Broad Street. What, what was What was it in the old days? Was it? I don't think it was the Vet. What was it before? JFK? That? JFK, yeah. yeah. It's been JFK. Yeah, The Who, The Clash, Hooters, and Santana. What? That seems like too low. Were you in high school at that point? I was like uh, fresh, probably a freshman. Yeah? Freshman in high school. All right. All right. What's your concert, Greg? My first one, my Aunt Kim took me to, um, I was probably like 12. Sammy Hagar, it's the um, I Can't Drive 55 tour <laughs> with um, Crocus and Loudness, wow. a Japanese metal band opening up. Whoa. Good stuff. My first concert ever was... Uh, I want to say it was 102.9 MGK Earth Day concert. <laughs> I think I was seventh grade. It was Grand Funk Railroad, <laughs> REO Speedwagon, and the Edgar Winter Group. Edgar Winter Group? Yeah. Nice. It's pretty solid. Michael? <laughs> I was a huge Aerosmith fan, so my first concert naturally was Aerosmith in uh, ZZ Top open for them. Oh, it was the Wells Fargo Center. ZZ Top. I got a chance this week to go to, um, we've talked about events at Philly Mocha, and I went for the first time this week. Stands for Philly um, Mausoleum of Contemporary Art. It's an old uh, tombstone showroom on 12th, like 12th Street, right above uh, Spring Garden. Apparently, it's Dip- Diplo, the DJ musician, owns the building. He used to, um, used to be a studio. Now he puts on all kinds of art shows there. I saw a, a little movie called Metalhead, which is fantastic, Icelandic. But this week I want to promote, they're doing a, um, we were trying to have the guy from Mocha come on tonight and talk to us and hang out. We ran a little late, so he had other things to do. But they're doing a music, the first ever music video festival this weekend. So Friday through Sunday they have different events featuring 
just stuff about the music video, the um, genre of music video. Friday night is a name that video competition. You can sign up, and they're going to, I don't know what the prizes are, but they'll play videos. You name that video. Music videos had a pretty short run in general, huh? Well, for people your age, for me, it's like... Yeah, but where do they go? 87 to... When did they die? 2000... I would no, think like a little before, earlier before than 87, 87 yeah. I would say it was like... Uh, 83? 80, yeah, 80, 83. So they, did, they had a 20-year run max. Do you, yeah. go, do you even... If I say two words to you, you know what this means? Safety dance. Yeah, sure. No, no. Do, do you oh. guys know? No, no. Clue. It's a song, yeah. That's the greatest video ever. How about this, man? Video yeah. rock. Right? We used to have that on Channel, channel 17. Well, but kind of surprising. That, that, that was back when MTV played videos, actually. Yeah, yeah. but they, they had like, such a short run in the scheme of music. you know. In the, 20 years? It's kind of short. Like, didn't you kind of think they'd be around for... Well, they're still around, but then now that you have no, YouTube and stuff, anyone can watch them. Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah. yeah. YouTube's changed everything. I don't know. They were good stuff, man. I love. I mean, I lived in. Dino no, I'm not hating on them. I'm just kind of amazed. So, that anyway, they... Philly Mocha's got a whole festival this weekend. Friday night's like a name that video. Saturday, Saturday, there is a um show. I forget what it's, incident at Channel Q. It's a movie, an English, a UK movie based upon um uh, music videos and people, a community trying to ban it. Sunday, they are doing a um flashback if you're an old head to um MTV's 120 minutes. And they have, a, I think, one of the hosts or someone who was related to one of the hosts coming in, talking about the history of 120 minutes, all the bands that played there. So if you have nothing to do this weekend, I checked out Philly Mocha. Cool spot. There's a lot of good events coming on. Hopefully we can get the guy from Philly Mocha to come on and promote some of that stuff in the future. Phil, can you hear yeah. us? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Nice. Look at so, that. So on the line we got my buddy Phil, who's a UFC. He's I'm calling Phil the Greek. I've only bet two UFC <laughs> fights ever. And yeah, what up, Phil? Phil's made me money on both. Great bartender. He's, hey, Phil. Yeah, what's up? Phil's a great bartender. Ed O'Neill's. He's one of the reasons you should come here. He's here pretty much every night except Sunday and Monday. So he's Phil the Greek. <laughs> he his, hooks me up with UFC MMA um, betting advice. He's probably running like 65, percent which is pretty good for Solid. a handicapper. Yeah. So Phil, we got a big event this weekend, I think, right? It's UFC 184. Uh, I'm going to call it that, Clash of the Gash. All right. <laughs> Clash of the Gash. All right, so give us the picks real quick, man. I know you're busy downstairs, but give us the picks if you can. I'm, I'm so busy right now. You have no idea. I know. <laughs> it's Wednesday nights here. They got a good special, all a, um, old school dra- old school, old school beers like Miller. Um, all the waitresses wear yoga pants. Michelob, if they have it, Michelob Ultra. Phil's wearing yoga pants right now. Budweiser. I'm actually, wearing, I'm, a, I'm actually wearing a thong right now and a, and a tank top. How's nice. your yoga so. pants looking? Good? <laughs> yeah. It's called Moose yeah. Snuggle. Come on, who who are we betting this weekend, Phil? All right. Obviously, Ronda Rousey is probably going to, it's most likely, most definitely going to win this fight. She's got to be a huge favorite, to, right? Obviously. All right. Huge favorite, but you, you want to bet. Here's, here's what I'm going to parlay it. She has only been out of the first round one time. All right. So we, we bet a first-round knockout. Uh, she's, she's, her, her thing is arm bars. Okay. So I'm thinking that this, this chick, Katzen uh, Gunn, who's tough as nails, who's a badass, who's strong as an ox, is going to take her out of the first round. That's what you want to bet. She's, she's gonna lose, but she's, you want to bet if she can get she can get Ronda out of the first round. So you want to bet Ronda with a first round win? 
No, you you don't want to bet. I, I want to. You want to try opposite you, you, Rhonda. You wanna, if, yeah, you want to try and get a. What the hell's her name? Castingano. All right. Yeah, just pull it up thinking, right now. I'm, 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 Ronda Rousey I'm, is minus one thousand on the yeah. match line, and Cat Zingano is plus six hundred. So we want to bet Cat's going to survive more than one round. Okay, so you can exactly. get ends in right. one round at a pick 'em. Rousey is minus yeah. one thirty. Round two starts is minus one ten. All right, so we take Cat's minus one ten for starts round two. I'm thinking that. Yeah. All right. Good. I'm good. She, good. She's get, she's get, and. Uh, what else you want to know? Well, you got. Is there? What's the second? What's we the other? Rachel the second, Raquel Pennington versus Holly and, uh, Holm. Holly Holm. Yeah, Holly Holm is a is a prospect. She was she's undefeated as well. She's a boxer, kickboxer. Uh, this is her, her. This is her UFC debut, and uh, she's gonna. She's probably gonna. She's gonna destroy this chick. Phil, yeah. do you ever uh, yeah. pitch a tent while watching women's MMA? Exactly. Pitch a tent while you're watching a movie with MMA. And, uh, you win a little cash. You get a little, a little cash. Yeah. So we're going Holly Holmes. Yeah, Holly Holmes, absolutely. Right. A lock, lock, stone, stone cold lock? Stone cold lock. There if he I'm is. If I'm wrong, you can, you, uh, you can come see me up in Northeast Philly. He's Phil the Greek. He um, is our UFC prognosticator. Fantastic. And if you want a great bartender, come see Phil at O'Neill's every night but Saturday or Sunday and Monday. Thanks, Phil. Thank you. See you, Have you, good See you. Nice All right, so now is our time for tasting a beer, local, somewhat local. We're going to Stouts, who are normally pretty all right. I'm a fan of Samosa Stouts yeah. stuff. Cheers, guys. This Ooh. is the Stouts Four Play IPA. Cheers. Cheers, gentlemen. It's kind of got like a, a chocolatey, malty finish for an IPA. I'm a fan of the American Pale Ale. We'll see what this tastes like. This is the um, Four Play IPA. Yeah, the aftertaste in it kind of loses me. Oh, it's awful. It's it's got no like real body to it. Yeah, it goes it's, down it's, smooth with the aftertaste. Yeah. Yeah. The aftertaste Kicks is you. weird. It's a little watery. It's the first disappointment we've had with the local oh, can beers. We, can we end the show right now? This band. Oh my <laughs> god, it's awful. Yeah, I don't like the finish at all. I just got a um, text from Phil asking if we could put some bass bass in his voice. <laughs> <laughs> all about that bass. Uh, nose treble. Uh, yeah. Greg, thanks for having me. It was a great time. What, you're out? That beer made you go? You're done? You get, you're rolling? Yes, I got to get a fireball or something. I don't know. Oh, okay, we can work on something like that. Oh. So we got two things to promote before we get out of here locally. The Academy of Music has been hosting since Tuesday, The Illusionist. I think it's actually a Broadway production. So it's um, produced by Simon Painter. I don't know who that is. But it's a mind-blowing, spectacular showcase of um, the jaw-dropping talents of seven of the most incredible illusionists on earth. So it seems like it might be all right to go to. I don't know what the prices are on this. Yeah, I was going to say, how much do you take? It's, it's- to get in, it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, oh, yeah. See, that's where they bang you out. So, so if you're one of those people who who have that money to spend, go to the Illusionist, the Academy Music. There's not many things I would pay a hundred dollars, and for. they'll make no. your money disappear. Yeah, they, they sure will. <laughs> but if you're like us and uh, you're on you're on the uh, but, what's up, Joe? Anything to do with the um, uh, the the movie, the Illusionist, or no? No. So <clears throat> we're gonna get out of here promoting um, a band called uh, Callow Hill. They have a seven-inch release this weekend. Excuse it's me? actually Friday night. The band is seven-inch. 
Uh, they're releasing a 7-inch. What? <laughs> Just when they're laying down. Jamie and Hank. So the band's called Callow Hill. Talking about me and Hanky? They got their party going on Friday, February 27th. Doors are at 8. The show's at 9. It's $10 to get in. They're actually all right. I listened to a couple songs this week. I think it's pretty decent. They're a four-piece. So that's it. Enjoy the music. We'll see you guys, or hopefully you'll hear us next week. Have a good night. This is Callow Hill. Be nice to one another.